welcome to today's video we are introducing more of this book that I mentioned here and there throughout our book club with Sarah and through my book recommendation videos conversation with gods this is the book one um, is published written by Neil Donald Walsh and the premise is that he is in a bad situation in his life and he writes a letter to God and he just writes it all down and one day he gets an answer through his own automatic writing and he starts to channel God and through the series of books they go from one to four and then there's a lot of other books that go deeper into the channeling called communion with God, friendship with God, the new re revelations, when God and medicine meet and a lot of others they deepen the channeling. So whereas we can be, you know, critical thinkers and be like, is it really with God or not? We could also just settle and say that this person's channeling is with his higher self, which is, you know, a version of God. We all have God within ourselves. If you decide to, if you feel like you resonate or remember such a thing. I mentioned those books and I mentioned the channeling of my higher self as well in a few videos here on this channel and within my school and today I wanted to read a few extracts from this and then a few extracts from the general book series. I just felt like it was a good introduction because what those books do is that they really break the chains of everything that have been put into the collective conscious and unconscious as well as the individual bridges that we have to the sacred, to the God self. And when we are so constrained and constricted within those beliefs it's difficult to open up and to find your own truth and to find your own divine right to the connection to the sacred to the source so those books are very easy to read the rhetoric is always extremely comprehensible and i wanted to read a little bit of it so we'll just do that we'll just chill together and read and you know maybe you might enjoy them so much so that you want to read them yourself so it's always a two a two-parter there's the writer neil and then the answer coming back from god i don't think i'm gonna do two voices but i'm gonna try to show you when we turn from one to the other so this is god saying Somewhere, you've come across the idea that to deny yourself joy is godly, that not to celebrate life is heavenly. Denial, you have told yourself, is goodness. And Neil says, are you saying it is bad? God answers, it is neither good or ba nor bad. It is simply denial. If you feel good after denying yourself, then in your world, that is goodness. If you feel bad, then it's badness. Most of the time, you can't decide. You deny yourself this or that because you tell yourself you are supposed to. Then you say that that was a good thing to do, but wonder why you don't feel good. And so, the first thing to do is to stop making these judgments against yourself. Learn what is the soul's desire and go with that. Go with the soul. What the soul is after is the highest feeling of love you can imagine. This is the soul's desire. This is its purpose. The soul is after the feeling. Not the knowledge, but the feeling. It already has the knowledge, but knowledge is conceptual. Feeling is experiential. The soul wants to feel itself and 
thus to know itself in its own experience. The highest feeling is the experience of unity with all that is. This is the great return to truth for which the soul yearns. This is the feeling of perfect love. Perfect love is to feeling what perfect white is to color. Many think that white is the absence of color. It is not. It is the inclusion of all color. White is every other color that exists combined. So too is love, not the absence of an emotion, hatred, anger, lust, jealousy, covetousness, but the summation of all feeling. It is the sum total, the aggregate amount, the everything. Thus, for the soul to experience perfect love, it must experience every human feeling. How can I have compassion on that which I don't understand? How can I forgive in another that which I have never experienced in myself? So we see both the simplicity and the awesome magnitude of the soul's journey. We understand at last what it is up to. The purpose of the human soul is to experience all of it, so that it can be all of it. How can it be up if it has never been down? Left if it has never been right? How can it be warm if it knows not cold? Good if it denies evil? Obviously, the soul cannot choose to be anything if there is nothing to choose from. The job of the soul, of course, is to cause us to choose the grandeur, to select the best of who you are, without condemning that which you do not select. This is a big task, taking many lifetimes, for you are wont to rush to judgment, to call a thing wrong or bad or not enough, rather than to bless what you do not choose. You do worse than condemn. You actually seek to do harm to that which you do not choose. You seek to destroy it. If there is a person, place or thing with which you do not agree, you attack it. If there is a religion that goes against yours, you make it wrong. If there is a thought that contradicts yours, you ridicule it. If there is an idea other than yours, you reject it. In this, you err, for you create only half a universe, and you cannot even understand your half when you have rejected out of hand the other. I'm skipping a little bit. Acceptance of who and what you are right now and demonstration of that. This is what Jesus did. It is the path of the Buddha, the way of Krishna, the walk of every master who has appeared on the planet. And every master has likewise had the same message. What I am, you are. What I can do, you can do. These things and more shall you also do. Yet you have not listened. You have chosen instead the far more difficult path of one who thinks he is the devil, one who imagines he is evil. You say it is difficult to walk the path of Christ, to follow the teachings of the Buddha, to hold the light of Krishna, to be a master. Yet I tell you this, it is far more difficult to deny who you are than to accept it. You, you are goodness and mercy and compassion and understanding. You are peace and joy and light. You are forgiveness and patience, strength and courage, a helper in time of need, a comforter in time of sorrow, a healer in time of injury, a teacher in times of confusion. You are the deepest wisdom and the highest truth, the greatest peace and the grandest love. You are these things. And in moments of your life, you have always known yourself as these things. Choose now to know yourself as these things always. Thank you for listening to this. So that was from book one. Then there is another quote that says, Planets go, places disappear, but you remain. 
your consciousness always and forever here. You are your highest source. Your future is unpredictable. It is creatable. You teach what you have to learn. There is no such thing as wrong, but what doesn't serve you. Don't ever feel guilty. It's only a way to not love yourself. Don't fear, be cautious. Fear and guilt are the two enemies of man. Knowing precedes experience. Change the myth, change the world. And in that wonderful book three, there is also the wedding vows that I published on my blog post. They're such beautiful wedding vows and I'm going to put the links down here below so that you can read them. They really rewrite what we say to each other when we decide to create a life together and experience the self and the self of the other within that relationship. And it's so beautiful. It's very, very beautiful. So thank you so much for watching. I hope that this little video was fun to experience and that if you read those books or if you have books to recommend me, please leave me a comment. I highly encourage you to join my Patreon where I have a lot of exclusive videos, early access, a community, and it helps support my journey here to making more videos for free on YouTube. Take care of yourself, have a beautiful day.